Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen, that's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean. Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it. Use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. DDS, welcome to the program. Never Not Funny is that program. The episode number is 2715. Happy Cyber Monday. That's when we're recording this on Cyber or Fiber Monday, depending on what uh, ad you're looking or listening to. Mm -hmm. Uh, We welcome everybody in. Hopefully, uh, everybody had a great and a, uh, a wonderfully safe Thanksgiving weekend, right? Uh, Four-day weekend, which is, I think has been now about an eight-month weekend uh, that we've uh, a lot of folks have been on. And um, we welcome everybody in. We had a very nice, uh, those that are paid subscribers, we had a very nice uh, uh, live stream yesterday with, uh, with the folks. Nice uh, Thanksgiving-themed uh, live stream with those folks. If you're not part of the upper tiers, uh, we do those once a month. They're fun. We get to chit-chat with the people. It was a lot of fun. See where everybody's from? What's that, Matt? That was a lot of fun. I thought that was uh, one of the most fun ones. It was, they're good people. You know, we get to uh, hear some from folks from all over the world. That's what's fun about those. We talked to a guy from Australia. We get a lot of Australian listeners. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, if I say it, too many, too many. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so if, again, if you're not a part of that, go to uh, nevernotfunny.com and uh, look at your three options. Um, although I guess we're uh, kind of on the border of uh, uh, starting a new season soon, new, uh, new promotions and so on and so forth will be coming up and be announced shortly. Yeah, new perks coming in January. So if, if you want the the first year platinum perks, uh, then you should subscribe at tier two or tier three before January first. Um, oh, okay, and that includes the platinum T shirt, the platinum enamel pin, and the platinum sticker. I think you can see all of those on the perks page over there at uh, nevernotfunny dot com. You also get that calendar, which you can use for three months. So yeah, there four months. <laughs> the the, the calendar. Some we ordered a second batch of calendars that go through July. So I guess you could get like six months out of it. That's not bad. Oh, or just right. well, just hang up. Uh, you could tear off the pictures and hang them up. They're nice. You know what? Frame them. Put them up. You know, uh, more than happy to uh, look at them if you want to put them online. Um, so uh, anyway, that's an, that's an option for you to do, and uh, we welcome you. And again, it was very nice talking to some fee- uh, people, and. Um, uh, I had something else I wanted to say about that, but I don't remember what it was exactly because uh, I got the attention span of an idiot there today. <laughs> I, uh, uh, these three guys, uh, I signed on to the Zoom and then wandered around my house for seven minutes. That's what I chose to do. Uh, here's what happened, guys, just so that the three of you understand. I signed on with every intent of sitting down and beginning this program, and then it was like, oh, shit, I have to pee. And so then I ran to the restroom, and then I came back and went, uh, oh, okay, well, I do my drink, and then went back and got my drink. And then I sat down, and honestly, uh, my lower back started hurting me, and I went, you know what, let's nip this in the bud and go get some uh, aspirin. So like every, uh, so that's why it literally looked like I was just wandering, and that's not the, and, the case. And something that's happened in the last maybe month or six weeks, I think, I don't remember it ever happening before then, is that... Uh, you will be playing music, I assume, on your record player. In, yes, in my your, U-turn turntable. In, in your, yeah, in your, uh, your office, your home office there. And so when I start the Zoom and let you in, 
I get a, a window, a very innocuous window into your private life that makes me uncomfortable. There's nothing there's nothing weird about it. Like, it's totally fine and normal for you to be listening to music. But I don't like, I feel like I shouldn't be seeing that. I, I feel like that's private and i don't i don't want to be invading it it's like whoa I whoa tell you Tur- shut off that music man i don't i know too much <laughs> no you don't you're you don't know enough i put the microphone as close as i can to the speaker that's something that i do <laughs> so that you are entertained while i until i get to the uh, to the zoom it's very it is uh, it's hold music it is kind of like hold me i mean today it was yeah. i think it was huey lewis christmas music maybe uh, i was chicago christmas actually oh wow that sounded like huey lewis to me uh, that was Lee Lochnan on the vocal. He's the trumpet player who doesn't generally do vocals, but he does uh, one every 10 years. And I don't disagree that it sounds a little like Huey Lewis. Got a nice voice. He should uh, use it more. He uses it just enough, to be honest with you. As a <laughs> Chicago fan, just enough. Okay. Just enough Lee Lochnan on vocal. for like, my. Uh, like to hear his version like. of Power of Love. Uh, you know what? Probably be very good. He, uh, uh, the pro- Lee got a little, uh, again, I'm the biggest Chicago fan in the world, but there was a little while there that Lee kind of thought of himself as the, as the fourth lead vocalist. And I think the other fellows had to go, play your horn, Lee. Play, <laughs> thank you for your time, but play your horn. That's my guess. Even two like co-lead singers is a little dicey sometimes when you just, just in terms of egos, like you can't imagine. I, somehow Kiss has, has like, I, I'm trying to think of a band with two alternating lead vocals that lasted. You know, the Beatles obviously broke up. Um, who else? What, what are, are you just hearing about that now, Ellie? Is that why you snapped? <laughs> like, like, oh, sorry to, to, oh, man. I really like those guys. <laughs> uh, I was hoping that you wouldn't necessarily pick up on that, but my uh, my my garage band stopped recording for a second, and I thought I would help Matt out by throwing a little snap oh, in there. Thank you. Well, how would we not? When you say we wouldn't notice that, how would we not notice a guy <laughs> snapping loudly and demonstratively in the middle of a, a gentleman talking? You did. It's fair. I I, I, I I took a chance and I I failed. You've you've done it before, and I I didn't. I know you did it on the Tess Rafferty episode, but I didn't notice it in. I didn't notice it live, but when I was editing it, I noticed it. Yeah. Uh, and and I just went, huh? I guess he had some problems. GarageBand, like it didn't. <laughs> it didn't really affect anything. I that was more of an issue. There was so there was an issue on my end that's that superseded all of your whatever issues you oh, guys no. might have been having so i wasn't even worried about what the hell was going on with your sync but um uh now let's get back to your point though yes. uh, dual lead singers and longevity uh um, yeah can you think of a band that's lasted more than other than kiss which i don't consider music or a band <laughs> that's, hurtful. That's, un- that's unfair 50 uh, years of albums it's a it's a merchandising enterprise that those guys have been very 50, successful 50 with. years of albums paul stanley's doing wonderful work on right, twitter taking down our president they've got action figures they They've got towels and they've also got some music. Like all bands buy. do. Coffins. All bands. I don't know why this coffins. is. A, all bands have coffins. <laughs> all, band, all bands have this. This is uh, They are no exception to the rule. They just, uh, you know, do a little bit more maybe. Anyway, uh, can you think of another band that lasted more than 10 years with co-lead vocals? Well, Earth, it, Wind, and yeah, Fire? Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay. Fleetwood Mac. Uh, Fleetwood Mac. I mean, they've been, but, but, but did they? Fleetwood they Mac is, out? yeah, that's a good example of a, of a band not being able to hold, hold it together consistently with, with <laughs> co-lead vocals. Thank you for that. What, about, uh, what about Duran Duran? Do they have more than one lead? No way. It's just a uh, bon. Garen, if those dogs don't stop soon, I swear Somebody, to fucking God, man. S- someone's at the door. I will be, I'll be right back. Guys. Oh, okay, Garen, see you a little bit. Is someone <laughs> ringing the bell? Yes. Someone's, on the, door. someone's in the house. Someone's ringing the bell. 
Oh, he's got, he's got to cover the camera. Oh, what's this he got going on that he can't let us see him go to the door? It was like a maintenance issue that he was talking about while you were wandering around yeah. in your in your oh, pajamas, like a battering old man. <laughs> uh, well, you know what, uh, Matt? Uh, the, uh, the aforementioned band Chicago was Robert Lamb, Peter Starr, and Terry Kath for the first eleven albums. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So, uh, and then of that's course, pretty long. Terry died, and, and then Peter left five, six years later, and um. So, so they, that one, but they always, uh, they alternate the vocals. So there's three and they made it. I'm sure, Beatles. But, but Peter left. So obviously some ego is involved. Right. How about the uh, Beatles? But, yeah, but, but again, they broke up. Well, yeah, but not out, not until they'd been together for what, like 20 years or whatever. It was, no, it was 10. How long were they, how long were the Beatles together? It was like seven. It was like 10 years. Is that really true? 12. It was, it was like, well, their, their first album came out in what? Well, they came to America in 64. So, the, you know, they, they, they kind of broke in 63 and they broke up in 71 or something. Is that really yeah. that short? Yeah. Yeah. Just enough time to get those three minute songs in, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't overstay your welcome. They, they did it right. This that that was point. my point is that I, I feel like the bands that have that situation tend to uh, you know, they just, they have 10 years issues. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they can't keep it together for a long period of time that, you know, Chicago is a good example of like, they've obviously kept it mostly together, but there's been some, some changes. Well, there's been a lot. I mean, there's, there's only, you know, two original members in the band, three original members in the band of right. seven. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but you know, but, but that's I true mean, of any band, you know, le- egos are certainly going to get involved. Like, uh, mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm looking. I, what the reason I'm looking around is I'm looking like at my, my album covers on the wall and stuff, trying to think of uh, the band Triumph. You know, there's another one. Uh, now I know that means nothing to you two, but they had co-lead singers, and then eventually mm-hmm. one guy left the band. Mm-hmm. So uh, suck on that. There's another one <laughs> yeah. that didn't last. I'm just telling well, you. And, and the thing about Earth, Wind, and Fire is, I, I feel like they're not as known for their vocals as they are for their horns. I, mean, I think that, you, uh, if you would talk to Mr. Richard Marks, he would not only uh, punch you in the mouth, he'd kick you in the balls while you were trying to finish that sentence. <laughs> well, but, but I, I, I can't think of I, I'm I'm assuming Richard Marks was not one of the lead singers of Earth, Wind and Fire. No, he was not. Maurice yeah. White. He just loved was one of them. My, my point Bailey? is that my point is that I, I don't know those names. Well, right? you're, you're so it's not it's not about the lead singer for for that band yeah but do you know let me ask you this do you, I, mean, I mean i guess the, the chicago used to always be called a faceless band earth wind and fire is kind of a yeah. faceless band as well right, where you right. know the songs and you know the the hits and the sound yeah that's the i guess that's the point is like the bands that have an image like you know like you could argue that paul mccartney and john lennon were both front men in the sense right. that they were like good-looking, famous uh, pop stars uh, sharing vocal duties. And bands like that, I think it's just very hard to go on and on and on for years when both of you are like a front man. Like, you, there's no, there, there aren't two Mick Jaggers in, in the Rolling Stones. Right. Right. That'd be a lot, that'd be a lot of strutting. <laughs> That's a, a lot, lot of Mick Jagger. prancing. Yeah. Uh, Elliot, Elliot, I want you to listen to what I'm about to say. Uh, Garen <laughs> brought up... Um, uh, Hart. He mentioned Hart, and uh, to that point, uh, Garen, uh, if you watch the behind the music, uh, Anne, who did the uh, majority of the lead vocal, uh, was very upset when Nancy uh, did the lead vocal on that uh, one song from the '80s. I think "These Dreams" is the one mm-hmm. uh, that went to number one. That was their first number one hit, and Anne actually was bent out of shape that their first number one hit featured Nancy on vocal. Mm. So even the sisters, there'd mm-hmm. be some uh, some tension in house. Although, and, and I'm, I'm sure if I listen carefully, I could tell the difference. But for me, for Hart, I, I kind of feel like it, I didn't realize that a different person was right. singing the lead for that song yeah, versus right? their other I songs. I agree, I agree. 
and they're sisters, so that kind of makes some sense. Mm-hmm. But they broke up, right? They're not together anymore. No, they're back together. <laughs> they oh, they broke together. up for a minute because there was some weirdness on the uh, the tour bus. Some guy pushed a kid down or something. <laughs> it was a very weird story. It was like I forget which one of it was like Anne's husband pushed Nancy's son or like I don't know some there was just like a weird like physical altercation between family members like intergenerational right and, and then, uh, but the sister didn't stand up for the other for the kid uh, or like what, I don't know what was going on whatever it was to me it was just like you know it, it, and again I read the story 10 years ago when it happened tensions were probably high uh, ten, you know in the tour bus and that was like you know what fuck this and fuck you and we're done yeah was the you kid know, an actual the, kid, though, or was it like an adult son? I can't remember. That's a good question. I don't know. It seems like they would be adults at that point. Right. But like, they were, it, probably, they were probably mad that, that Nancy's husband forgot how to make a good movie. You think that was? You think that played into this? That's uh, probably part of it. They probably. By the way, they've been it. divorced for years. Yeah, they're also they're not together anymore. I think they are no that, longer together. Oh, I didn't know that. In fact, that <laughs> oh, may yeah. that may be partly responsible for his decline. <laughs> Maybe she was the puppet master behind all of his work. What was his last good movie, would you say? Almost Famous? Almost Famous, right? What was after that? Almost Famous, yeah. Because he's only made like two since then. Town, I think. Right. And then there might be one more. I think there's one more. Oh, well, he made that awful show that that I watched two episodes of. Oh, my God. That one of the most embarrassing. Roadies? Was it called Roadies? I mean, that's what it was about. I can't remember if that was the title. Yeah, something like that. On Showtime, maybe? It was crazy God bad. damn it it was horrible remember that guy on the skateboard that would go in and out and go underneath people on their <laughs> people are lifting synthesizers and he would go underneath it uh, fuck you that's, the worst. Like, that's literally like what is that that's like something you would see in an 80s music video and be like what's that guy doing get out of here right. idiot but like they this was on a drama <laughs> like a serious drama yeah oh god do your do your job put your skateboard down and do your job it's, jimmy it's character he development had, this guy's on a skateboard oh, doesn't care he's horrible. had four movies since what almost famous all right what, what are the four since almost famous please vanilla sky oh right i hated that which, which i did not care for elizabeth town i haven't even seen that it's a shrug we bought a zoo <laughs> wow i didn't even know he directed that i didn't either and is that uh, that's our buddy matt damon mm-hmm. did he He's write wait did he write uh we bought a zoo also no that was based on a book wasn't it right but like did he adapt it oh i see right yep he did that's crazy uh, i had no clue that was him by the way, uh, it's okay. It's okay. okay. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it's one of those, like, hey, you know what? That's a fine movie. I, I was entertained for, would I recommend it? No, but I enjoyed it for the two hours. Yeah. And then Aloha got, got panned, but. Oh, right. But not only for being bad, but also for casting a, a white person as a, as, you know, I don't know, Polynesian, whatever, whatever right. ethnicity she Hawaiian, was. Hawaiian, I think. Hawaiian, yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Uh, what was before Almost Famous, by the way? You, you had what, Fast Times? Fast Times he uh, wrote. <coughs> was Jerry Maguire. He wrote Fast Times. He he di- wrote and directed Say Anything. Which was great. And then uh, Singles, which I like a lot. Um, I did not care for that. Uh, well, you don't like the grunge. <laughs> no, I do not. No, I do not. <laughs> and then there, maybe there was one more between Singles and... and uh, there was a huge one yeah, between Singles. Oh, yeah. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire, yeah. yeah. Which is great. Yes. Which is great movie. Yeah. yeah. We just watched that again with uh, Oliver not that long ago. It's terrific. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, very underrated. And I know that that's insane to say about a movie star, but nobody treats him like an actor. He's so good. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, we went, by the way, speaking of Tom Cruise, we went to another drive-in on Friday night, uh, Oliver and I. We went to see Mission Impossible 1, which I had never seen. Huh. 
Uh, I'd seen, I think, I believe I've seen, I don't know if I've seen two, which Oliver's like, uh, his response was, that's okay. And, uh, um, <laughs> is that the John Woo one? Yes. Yeah. Uh, which one? Number two? Number two, yeah. I believe it is, yeah. Where he said it's too much action and too much people trying to jump to and from motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but we uh, we went to that same, uh, as a reminder, uh, the last time I went to a drive-in, I got in a fight with both guys trying to park the car. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a great spot this time. Mm-hmm. and But all I imagined, Oliver and I were laughing, like, as we were pulling in, them just on their walkie-talkies going, oh, that motherfucker's back. Uh, yeah. Oh, look oh look who's back. Blue car. Get ready to get yelled at. Like, just these. And they, but they gave me, like, a, a pres- just a, a premier spot. Yeah. About three cars back, right in the middle of the screen. Beautiful spot. Uh, so what did you think of the of Mission Impossible? I liked it very much. You did? Yeah, I, I did. I, I remember not liking that one. I remember when it came out being disappointed. Uh, I, I don't. I think I, I thought it was too convoluted. Um, but maybe they all are like that, and I just got used to it over the, over the years. <laughs> I think that could be the You know, the first one I saw was the one where he climbs the building. Yeah. Um, and then I saw the one where he, you know, hangs off an airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a chance I didn't see three. Which one's three? Uh, uh, that's the J.J. Abrams one. Yeah. What does he Was do in that one? Red in it. Uh, <laughs> is there a lens flare? <laughs> um, yeah. What's the? I, I was. I, I know Ghost Protocol, and uh, that's. Is that the fourth one or the fifth one? Yeah. Yes, sir. And then what's the fifth one? The um, I like once basically Fallout. Once, maybe is that what it's called? Once more. Or is that six? Uh, one of them. One of them is Fallout. Oh, Fallout and that was the last one. And then, and then Brad Bird directed one. He did the one with the Burj Khalifa building that you were talking about climbing the building. I like that one. Uh, by the way, Billy Bird uh, also directed one for a little bit. Is that a good joke for anybody in this? <laughs> <laughs> do your do all do yourselves a favor right now, and I'm not kidding. All of you, Google Billy Bird and enjoy that joke. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give the listener a chance to do that as well before we move on. Uh, please take a look at Billy Bird and oh, then enjoy that joke, <laughs> please. And uh, Billy Bird, uh, B I L L I E, I want to say. Oh, yeah. And uh, she uh, she directed oh. <laughs> Mission Impossible. <laughs> is, the, is it this? Is it, am I right? Did I get the name right? Yeah. It's 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 a lady. It's oh, a lady. Like, oh, oh, it's lady, that right? lady. Yeah. It's, it's the lady it's, from like every '80s movie, right? Yeah, she was in everything. Yeah. Was she in Ghostbusters? Yeah. Uh, is that's like the kind of or she's in something like Ghostbusters where it's oh wait here here is her credits she was a regular on Dear John that's how I remember Billy oh Bird. 16 Candles I feel like she's usually somebody's secretary yeah she, yeah daughtering it's uh, like either it's either her or Edie McClurg as, as yes, an 80s secretary totally <laughs> and she's a vaudeville comedian apparently oh, wow. <clears throat> wow she's great so you know, she's great for people discovered she, at an orphanage at the age of eight holy crap wow She's like a real life Queen's Gambit, but with acting instead of chess. Yeah. Wow. Imagine she would go down to the basement and the guy would teach her how to act. <laughs> yeah. by, the, by the way, I, I, speaking, improv. since you briefly mentioned Queen's Gambit, this is not a spoiler for anybody who hasn't watched it yet. Although, well, I think everyone's watching. <laughs> I think every single person like on che- earth looks is like watched. chess pieces. Wait, what did you say, Matt? I think every single person on earth has now watched it. <laughs> it seems like it. I don't know. Has Garen watched it? I started it. Garen but doesn't you, like it, chess. <laughs> doesn't like a uh, red hair either. By the way, does anybody? I don't like chess. I don't know why I was said that as if I was putting. I wasn't putting Garen down. Chess is the ultimate snooze. To me, chess is the ultimate thing that I'm like. I wish I, I just my own ego wishes I were great at it, but I have no interest in learning anything about it or practicing. But it's just it's one of those. Not, it seems like such a, a such a the ultimate marker of intelligence. You know, like when you see someone good at chess, you're like, oh, they're very smart. Did I ever? Are they I, though? I, I don't, I'm sure I've told this story before. 
at some point, maybe even season one of them are not funny, but uh, I was dating a young lady when their family was very much into chess, very much into chess. And I didn't play at all because I, of course, find it a snooze. <laughs> so I went to pick her up for a date one night and um, uh, she's playing with her stepfather uh, who was a dick. He was just a dick. I hated the guy. And um, so I, they're, they're playing, they're finishing up. And then he says, do you want to play? And I said, uh, no, I don't play. And then he said, well, I, I want, I'll make up a name. Susie, Susie, why don't you, uh, why don't you guys, why don't you show him a little bit? So we're, we're playing chess and I don't, again, I don't know how to play chess. And he's over as if he's, you know, uh, Tiger Woods' dad off to the side. <laughs> oh boy. And he's just like, he's wringing his hands. And finally he just goes, finish him. <laughs> oh, wow. And meant it meant like to, oh. like finish like I, dude you're gonna win everybody in this house is gonna fucking win like i don't know where the horsey goes like what are you right, trying to prove right. i don't know what the knight is it's a horse in my opinion oh my god it was uh that's hilarious crazy yeah uh, just uh, bananas I, and i i want to say that uh, the girl i dated and her sister hated that guy too i want to say that mm-hmm. but maybe i'm wrong they had to, right? Just based yeah. on that, they had to hate him. Yeah. Even if you, even if you wanted to be great at chess, that guy's still a dick, right? Part of me like, wonders if, like, step the stepdads of the world, like they know everyone's gonna be like looking at them a certain way and kind of like have their guard. Like, like the situation is that stepdads are gonna be dicks. So I think maybe some of them just lean into it. There's like, fuck yeah. it. If, if you're gonna assume I'm an asshole, I'll just be an asshole. <laughs> I'll be one. Like, why do I? What am I? Who am I trying to impress here? Sure. What am I trying to prove? I'm I'm fucking your mom, and that's it. <laughs> like deal I with won. it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, that said, my stepdad was great. I appreciate everything that my stepdad. Mine was did. too. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I had my. I got very lucky. I had a lot of. Uh, I feel like I had a lot of clashes with with my stepdad early on. Uh, no question but but that's just i think probably to be expected but uh but he's a great guy so like ultimately when i became an I, he's one of those people that i think once i became an adult I, I had an easier time getting along with him because he's just a he's a really smart guy and uh but maybe maybe this isn't fair but i'll say like uh maybe better interacting with adults than with children so like mm-hmm. maybe it was just part partly that but um Anyway, Billy Bird was in 16 Candles. <laughs> she yes. was uh, she was the grandma. And then people probably remember her from Police Academy 4. She was like the old lady in the oh, right. Citizens She's on She's in Patrol. 6, too, as a different character, apparently. <laughs> really? She marry somebody, yeah. Holy shit. Well, bottom line, the one the Mission Impossible that she directed is fantastic. <laughs> that was the premise of that joke. Yeah. That that doddering old lady, who apparently was a villain performer, probably would have been a good director, just not that kind of movie, of course. Maybe yeah. a... Comedy of some sort she could have directed, maybe over at the uh, Gary Marshall Theater. Did she direct any comedies? I don't think she directed anything. She was uh, uh, she could barely move her hips. <laughs> <laughs> you don't Wait. have to move your hips to direct. Tell you what yeah, were you they saying? Don't lie, though uh, that's true. That she was very honest hips on Billy Bird. Now, question though: Is there a, a T-shirt in that chess story? Like maybe like a king <laughs> fell over him. the says, finish him like in oh maybe <laughs> although you know that is also the line from i want to say from the the first karate kid right doesn't he say finish him yeah something like uh that. at some point well, that's also in yeah. that's also in mortal Kombat. <laughs> finish uh, him that's true well again uh, this guy was an asshole <laughs> and, by, and, by, and by the way make no mistake this guy may have been like in vietnam like he was you know it, it was right the 80s and he was an older dude he very well could have been yeah the you know a soldier so that's not to say that all vietnam guys were I mean, i've met very some that were very very kind but 
They he saw may have been a soldier. They saw some he might have been reliving some of his his battle through chess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who acts that way? Dude, I'm here. With, I, I'm wearing fucking leg warmers to go on a date. Get off my ass. I feel like in the 80s movie version of that, though, Jimmy, you would have gone off and trained on a mountaintop for six months. Yes. To become back a, and just to become a chess ass. master and then fucking destroy him in six moves. That yeah. Great. I, I, by the way, don't think I didn't think that as I got into my car. Like, you know, I'm going to show this guy. I'm going to go learn how to play chess. Mm-hmm. Probably opened one book, went one page in and went, who gives a shit? <laughs> Yeah, it just it it seems like all it is, all chess really is, is once you learn it is like being able to compute things like to to basically run scenarios in your head. And like, you know, the the more you're able to do that, the farther ahead you can get, like the the more permutations of what's going to happen you can do ahead of time as it's happening, the better you will perform, I guess. But that's to me. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that that equates to intelligence as much as just you have a certain type of brain uh, that does I, that. I mean, it's like it's like it's like memorizing things. Like being able to memorize something doesn't necessarily make you intelligent, but to have that ability as one of the tools in your yeah, arsenal, right, 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 it's useful for other things because it trains your brain in a certain way. Yeah. But I, I agree that just because somebody can play chess doesn't doesn't speak well of them <laughs> but they, but i i'm very as someone who like you know very much cares about movies and and stuff like that i i've i've i am steeped in the narrative tradition of chess equaling genius <laughs> and like yes, right and it I'm, always I, seems I'm, to be that way i'm so on board with it too like i love any movie like uh like i loved that searching for bobby fisher was great there was that one um there was the kid. There was another. It's always kids. Uh, this one, they, they she grows up. But basically, I'm a sucker for a kid who's good at chess. It's always fun to see a little kid beat an adult that doesn't expect them to do well. It's just fun. That's always going to be well, fun. Well, then uh, come to my house. Watch my son <laughs> kick my ass in chess. Enjoy that. Finish him. Finish him. Finish him. Danielle off the corner. Finish him. <laughs> uh, my grandfather, my paternal grandfather, Leon, uh, used to be one of those old men that would go to the park and play chess. Love it. Um, or at least that's how I remember it. That's probably one of those where my cousin Dan's going to go, well, no, that's just the story. He never did that. Yeah. And uh, But I kind of remember them talking about him going to the park and playing chess and being good at chess. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, 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 have to, I feel like I have to say this because you have talked about how some of your relatives were involved in perhaps the Italian business. Uh, yeah. Oh, did I, I said paternal, by the way. Maternal. That was my mom's father. Yeah. So, this, right, is so. Not, this is not the mob side. Okay, because 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 I could very easily see in that sort of a family going, yeah, he's gonna go play chess at the park. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah don't worry about grandpa. He'll be back. He's gonna play chess. It's a metaphor. Yeah, he's very good at chess. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why did we start uh, saying this though? You were saying her hair looks like a chess piece. <laughs> oh, I was, I was just, I yeah. If if there's there's at least two haircuts that she has, one of which I I'd never seen before, where it kind of it flips and then it's kind of like it it's straight on the sides and the back all around. And it just occurred to me when I was, when I was looking at something else, she had that and then she had just like a regular flip and I'm like, Oh wait, her head looks like a chess piece. I don't don't know if they did that on purpose, but I can't imagine they didn't notice it. I'm going to guess they did based on everything else in that, uh, uh, limited series. What if I called it that in real conversation? (laughs) Are you watching the limited series? (laughs) Dickhead. Jimmy, how'd you feel about the end of the undoing? Um, I don't know if it's fair for us to talk about that at this point. I have moment. not seen it. All right. Any of it. We'll talk about um, it. Off but I will ask you this, Matt, getting off that topic. Uh, are you caught up on the amazing race? 
Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. The, Did the, you watch both ends of the, the mega leg? The two part mega leg. And if I never hear the term mega leg again, <laughs> you'll be good. I will have already heard it 2000 too many times. <laughs> uh, there's one scene, by the way, this is not a spoiler in any way, shape or form if anybody's behind or gives a shit. Uh, there's one where <laughs> Phil turns around to welcome them onto the mat. And I to myself said, I think next. Uh, hang on a second. I'm getting a very important. Uh, nope. Oh, somebody is trying to. Huh, somebody's trying to sign into the iCloud using my email. What? Isn't that interesting? Interesting. What? Is it, is it Isn't that interesting? Cancel, buddy. No, thank you. No, um, you know, I just stepped on my own joke. Uh, anyway, Phil turns around and he's wearing blue jeans. And uh, my uh, my joke was, I'm going to mangle this, uh, mangle this, but it was basically on the next episode, their challenge is to find Phil's ass. <laughs> because he he's, he literally, there's zero ass. It's, it, and somehow it goes, uh, to quote Conan O'Brien, he always used to say his ass was concave. Yeah. Um, this was, it, it, like it disappears. It's the craziest yeah. uh, tall, skinny dude with no ass. Yeah. I told my my kids uh, that uh, after watching the last episode, if if I ever get on the Amazing Race, or and I want them to do this too, if they ever get on the Amazing Race, if you get eliminated, you should immediately snatch that puka necklace off of Phil's neck and run away. <laughs> like that's your prize. If you can't win the whole thing, at least get that right. fucking necklace. I would uh, well, I would have to jump up on a step stool and then <laughs> even leap up like a kid trying to get to a cookie jar for I think, as tall I, as he is. I think my my number one favorite thing on the Amazing Race is when the producers make Phil do something unnecessarily complicated as he explains the yes. leg like he's like walking from one stone to another out of the ocean for some reason <laughs> like I, I feel like there's going to be a time where he's like he's like juggling on a unicycle he's like the, the racers must get to the palace before the night falls it's like why why are you making just let him say the lines you know there's like people whizzing by him on tuk tucks for some reason like, <laughs> right. there's always some element of danger that didn't need to happen it's so crazy. This particular season, uh, Matt and I have talked about this a little bit off there. There's one team, the boyfriends, they call them on the show, uh, that they are the team that I in, that I always hate, that style of team where they think they're running the game, uh, <laughs> that they think that they are overseeing all the moves being made. And right. this season, somehow, they're kind of doing it, and the other teams are allowing them to do it. It's infuriating. Yeah. Uh, but, Matt, we didn't talk about this. Way back on episode one of this season, James, one of the boyfriends, um, says this was my ninth time applying to the uh, Amazing Race. I tried to do it with my brother and my dad and my mom and so on. So finally, I got here with Will, and I couldn't imagine doing it with anybody else. Really? <laughs> you tried nine other people. <laughs> you, say, you probably imagined it when you submitted those applications, like, right? That was probably I couldn't so imagine anybody time. else. Really? You just told us that you did. This guy's the last fucking resort. That's so funny. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, I, there, like I've said it to you again off the air, but like, I, there's nothing I, I hate more than a guy who is just so gleeful in his uh, fucking over another team, like somewhat un, like not illegally, but un, definitely unethically. Right? You know, like this guy basically was like telling another team, "You've got to yield that team," which means like you know basically force them to sit still for twenty minutes. Uh, and uh, and that's why they think they're like the, these puppet masters, obviously, is because of that one stupid move oh when God. everything else has just been like standard race shit where like they it's yeah, but they, they, like, they have that unnecessary alliance, which I think, you know, this is one show where like having an alliance doesn't help you like it, yeah. although these again, these teams, it seems to be, but they're way invested in it. I, to me. That just tells you 
how insecure all those teams feel about their their chances of doing well. Right. Like when they're so dependent on that. Uh, they also thought that they were like they're they're these puppet masters to get a team out that by the way that has come in last seven weeks in a row. That's what like, I didn't understand. Good for you, yeah. Like they're so intent on eliminating a team that you should want in the finals because they suck, and so yes! you should be yes! you should be trying to eliminate the good teams and keep the weak teams around. That's good strategy. Which most other seasons you see people using that strategy, but. Uh, but these guys are just like, no, no, we have to get rid of these bungling idiots. <laughs> we do. I mean, they're so bad. They're bad puppet masters. That's the other. But that said, they always keep doing okay. Right. Like they keep winning. And that infuriates me. I'm talking I, about the Mind Five, of course, in case nobody's curious. Of course, it's the Mind Five. Now, who do you want to win? Because I, I sort of keep going back and forth in my mind. I, I uh, like the, I like Hung and, and uh, Chi. I feel like that's who I, I predict that they will win. I also am rooting for them to win, but I also kind of like the beard bros. Oh, we hate the beard bros in this house. We, we, we <laughs> liked them initially and we've turned on them because they kind of oh. have become a little petty in the last couple of weeks, in our opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, we try, again, trying to take out the blondes like they, they, we're going to we're going to eliminate them. Great. Uh, yeah, again, they they're bungling. They're literally you. You made them yield and they're three hours behind you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like the brother and sister. I, I like. uh Oh, Jimmy, uh, I don't know. This is one thing about them that's driving me crazy. I don't know where they went to college. Did you pick that up? Have they, <laughs> have they mentioned it? I don't know it? what happened, but I'm guessing. <laughs> they are also, aren't they, uh, they're engineers, Matt. So this, this what? should be perfect for them. That's their yeah. line of work? I didn't know that. These They have no <laughs> fucking personality other than they went to Berkeley and they're engineers. Congratulations. <laughs> and by the way, they're engineers and this one should be perfect for them. And then they struggle <laughs> fuck every time they say that. Yes. Although, to be fair, that one thing that they were doing was basically a video game. That's not really yeah. engineering, but it, they did definitely go into it cocky. Like, oh, we got this. Yeah. And, and then, uh, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, all right. Taylor Goldsmith is going to be joining us, the lead singer of Dawes. And... Um, uh, we're also going to do uh, something for you people that are in the uh, free feed. We do a thing called Stupid Question of the Week. Uh, we're going to bring that to this episode because we uh, we, uh, we kind of gave that the bumps rush on last week's episode of uh, 27N. So we'll do a couple of uh, Stupid Questions of the Week with Taylor. Hopefully he'll play a couple of songs. And uh, we'll talk about how he's, he and his uh, beautiful wife, I guess they're, they're also expecting a baby. Oh, uh, we can hear about how they're dealing with uh, with the lockdown and so on and so forth. Uh, we'll go around the horn very quickly, check in with everybody. Um, and uh, uh, got, of course, Oliver's trivia question. So we'll do all that and more when we come back right after this. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me. And you know that. You know that. <laughs> and Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Right. Like you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know. And I, all I can do is apologize. But I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits, the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, 
they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up, and then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i no. just want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in I, the I 16 imagine, years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on. With we're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hello, everybody. Dees. Welcome back to the program, episode 2715. Now, listen, we've been joined by royalty. That seems high. That seems very high now that I've said it out loud. Uh, folk music royalty. How about that? How about uh, Jimmy Pardo's record collection royalty? Is that uh, is anybody still buying any of what I'm just trying to dish out? Uh, Taylor Goldsmith is with us. Taylor, of course, is in the band Dawes. Uh, he's been with us before. And uh, and you know what I'm going to say it earlier. He's going to be with us again. Uh, and he's here now. Uh, Dawes has the new album out called Good Luck With Whatever. Uh, that is, uh, this won't surprise you, I find to be fantastic. And... Um, they, uh, uh, Taylor, hello, first of all. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Now, listen, I don't know enough about uh, where you and your beautiful uh, wife live. Do you guys, do you live in the hills? Are you in the valley? Are you comfortable even saying? We're, uh, we're in like the Pasadena area. You're um, over there. Yeah. So it's, where are you at? Altadena? Arcadia? <laughs> my, my, brother's, my brother's in Altadena, actually, like 10 minutes from us. 
All right. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're in Morovia. Like, like sort of borderline Eagle Rock, Pas- Pasadena. All right. Uh, and I, based on the room that you're in right now, it's obviously a beautiful house. I'm basing it on <laughs> uh, the shelving and that little weird window up above your uh, <laughs> your left ear. Um, and I, I mentioned this going to, into the break that you and your uh, your uh, beautiful wife Mandy, you're you're due. You're you're about to have a baby, right? The baby is yeah. due in a few months, maybe. Yeah, like latest February, maybe early March. I don't know, but but uh, but yeah, around then. How has uh, now Matt's got uh, two kids? I have the one. Uh, it's been a long time since we've been dealing with, uh, you know, a, a pregnant lady in the house and moods and so on and so forth. How's it going for so far for you guys? It's good. I mean, like the where she's just starting the third trimester. The the uh, first one was was funny just because it's like, you know, she's she's in so much just so much nausea and she's so tired and it's just such a whirlwind that she's going through. And I'm sort of this constant bearer of bad news of like, well, probably should try to eat. <laughs> like it's just the last thing she wanted to hear. Um, but she's actually, she's so self-aware. So even when she's going to those, went to those places, like all of like twice, um, she was able to kind of acknowledge it. So it was actually like, all things considered, it was like super easy for me, but um, but a uh, real a real uh, real insane experience for her, I think. Now I will warn you about this. My wife and I had a similar situation uh, that it was fairly easy, but in the last, uh, although our son was what two weeks late, I think uh, the last two to three weeks, um, we literally were talking about getting a divorce. That's how <laughs> wow. uh, intense it got. Like I'll just fucking leave. It got like that. Um, and of course, we. Were I've, just, I've had like like I've had people tell me like um, you need to just take separation off the table for the first six months of your kid's existence. And I'm like, that sounds so sad. And like, yeah, but that's just how it works. You need to yeah, just like it's... remove that from the menu. Uh, because it, it well it certainly was there for us and then immediately went away as soon as yeah. you know the baby was born but it was like we were sitting in our old house that we were renting uh, I, I remember very clearly we were sitting on the back porch and I just went well maybe we should just get a divorce maybe that and she was like yeah maybe we should and like holy shit we're really having this conversation <laughs> oh my and then God. 10 minutes later we weren't but it's still it's like <laughs> still very vivid I know exactly where I was seated and everything but uh, so good luck with that is my point <laughs> um, thank you and do you know Taylor do you know uh, the gender or are you waiting to be surprised how you guys uh, it, it'll be a little boy that a boy yeah. right really <laughs> uh now i'll warn you taylor you don't know this about jimmy pardo uh that we when we had our first ultrasound uh we were told it was going to be a girl and uh we then uh painted a room pink and bought a bunch of uh, girls clothes and got a bunch of girls clothing at the baby shower and then imagine our surprise when we got a little baby boy <laughs> So, uh, wow. double and triple check the ultrasound is my point. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> um, for us, it was one of those, uh, well, you guys know the sex, right? And we go, yeah. And they like, so we never had the conversation again. So we just all went down the path. So yeah, uh, that's kind of us. So maybe I should, we should double check. <laughs> it, went, it couldn't hurt to just say, uh, we're still on board that it's a dude, right? Like, I, I think it could be helpful for you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's and, and is Mandy uh, for those that don't know Mandy Moore is Taylor's uh, wife who is uh, of course a talented musician and actress as well uh, are, is she back at work are they are they shooting and is she going in uh, as a pregnant lady yeah she's going and, and it's happening I mean it was before it was happening it was really easy to be scared of and stress about at least for me um, just because of the world we're living in obviously and the fact that she's pregnant but um as time went on and the 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 amount of um 
safety protocols that they have on the show that she's on are pretty above and beyond. It's almost mm-hmm. like she's safer there than here. Like it's, <laughs> right, it's right. extreme. So, so um, that I actually like, I, I was leading up to it. I was really concerned. And once it started, I was like, Oh, this is great. Um, and Matt, you watch uh, this. This is us. Yeah. Uh, we, I love it. For some reason, my wife and I never dove in. I guess I cry enough. Is, uh, <laughs> uh, is it back already this season or is it one that has not restarted? Yeah, it's back. Oh, it is. Oh, it's back and now gone again. Now they're coming back in January. So they, they just yeah, finished. they normally take that December break. But this time they were only able to squeeze four episodes in. Normally, that's like eight or ten. So it yeah. feels more like more of a normal break. But um, so that so they yeah, they're, they're, they'll be back in January. Um, all right. Well, that's enough about your wife. Um, <laughs> you're here, right? Uh, what? Um, uh, before in, earlier, before we took our break, Taylor, we were talking about the uh, the Queen's Gambit. Did you happen to watch that? I watched the first episode, and, and? I, haven't, I haven't I haven't continued. I I liked it. I I feel like for me to like have a real opinion on it when like when i've only seen like one thing is wouldn't be fair so i don't i mean are you guys is it worth sticking around with i think uh, so yeah yeah I, I think so we enjoyed it okay i also think it picks uh, up after the first one like I feel, I feel like the first one is 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 like at first i remember being like wow this is dark and and a bummer uh, but then I, once she grows up it's like now she right. gets into her life and it's a little yeah i'd be curious to see that i mean i, th- I thought it was stunning looking I was, it was mm-hmm. so beautiful to look at visually and um the dialogue just felt like st- kind of condensed and stilted in like a, in like an effective way but it was like i don't play with strangers and like <laughs> stuff like that and i was like wow that was a that's bold um um but I, I was intrigued, and I feel like I would probably like it if I kept going. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to differ from Matt. I actually liked the uh, the first episode a lot, and I thought that it uh, uh, got okay and then good. Um, oh, okay. I think there's a little uh, little valley in there that uh, kind of bored the hell out of me. But uh, at the end of the day, I would say watch it. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, but the reason I bring it up is uh, we were talking about uh, chess and uh, our take on chess, that we always feel the people that play chess are smart. Uh, or at least we, we equate that with smart. Uh, are you a chess player? I would like to be. I'm not a chess player. My um, my f- game is uh, the New York Times crossword. I haven't missed a game in like a year and a half. Wow. Oh, wow. And I'm getting to a point where I can do Monday through Thursday-ish without the autocorrect, um, where like if you got it wrong, it sh- tells you. Um, I can't do Friday or Saturday like that. That's too crazy. But no, so yeah, that's I, I'm not familiar enough with that. Is is Friday it gets tougher as the week goes on? Is that Yeah, the yeah. Monday is Monday's the easiest, Saturday's the hardest, and then Sunday's the biggest. It's like it's probably as hard as like a Wednesday or Thursday, but it's just huge. Mm-hmm. Um so that's the way to and it's always that way. How long does one of those take you? The Monday will be like almost ten minutes. The the mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday will be like thirty to forty five. Wow, that sounds fast. But I don't do it all once, or else I'll just like get that gross feeling of being on my phone too much. But any, but it's funny you mentioned chess because like I, because crossword is my thing. I was sort of like, well, the, everyone's talking about chess right now, and I'm gonna play again. So I like went on a website and played, 
and I just don't know how to play anymore. I mean, I know how to play, but I don't know how to like strategize at all. So it's really just a bloodbath with the computer <laughs> where like taking each other's pieces. And then at the end, it's like, well, I have five pieces. He has two. <laughs> and like, all I'm doing is following him around the board. I have no idea how to actually like end this game. Right. That was really uh, eye opening for me. It was to, uh, like how, how little I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, what none of us do, right? You, we have to, you have to learn. And uh, I, I, I don't, I don't have the patience for it or the brain. I don't think to, uh, yeah. to enjoy it yeah the idea of thinking what uh, f- f- moves ahead and and having an idea as to what someone else is going to do like that you have to really yeah you have to spend so much time with that i would imagine here's a question i have for you guys and this may show you how dumb i am uh but we got 15 years of the show to prove that but here's another example of me being stupid why do they mark down the move that was just made uh what's the point in that you can see the move that was made Hmm. And so why make a little note on what they did? Or are they making a note on they did that, and so I can now do this? What's the premise? Anybody know? I don't know. They have I those have little pads of paper. What do you think, Elliot? My guess is that since they since they have all these sort of different um, strategies in their head of, of different what different moves can mean, that they can look back at the last three or four moves that the other player made and then use that to say, oh, they must be doing this strategy. Oh, okay. Hey, that makes sense. I think that that was what I thought it was anyway. I, I, I assumed from the show, because one of the very few things, the show doesn't really get into the nitty gritty of chess, it was, it, which right. is which I was glad. To its credit, I think. Yeah, I'm, 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 I didn't want that, and I'm glad they didn't do it. But, but it seemed like they were uh, being told to do that just to keep a record of it uh, because like in a in a big tournament there would be someone tracking the game so that they can then print how the game went but in a in a small tournament where everyone like a bunch of people are playing at once they probably just need it to be recorded and so it falls to the players themselves to you record think? the game but, but they did do it in the big matches as well yeah yeah but and I, i've always seen them true. do it <clears throat> yeah i got it here we go garen cockrell please yes garen at all levels of chess, you have to write down moves so that if a mistake happens, like making an illegal move or discovering it late and discovering it later, which could be anything from moving your king into check to having two bishops on the same color square, you can rewind the match to fix it. Uh-huh. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, there that we go. Sense. Learn something here today. You're well, welcome. No penalty. You know what the, what the example of that is? Uh, there's no dumb question, guys. That's what we learned yeah. from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I set myself up to get kicked in the balls, and it turns out... Uh, it's a good question. Good question. Uh, yeah, I never. I don't think I knew that they did that until I watched that show. Uh, I didn't know that either. Well, listen, when I played back in the '80s, fellas, uh, <laughs> and got my ass kicked, I of course would have my my notepad. And, sure. Uh, uh, Taylor told the story about how I dated a girl who uh, her family was very much into chess, and I played one game, and her stepfather yelled, "Finish him!" Wow. And uh, yes, they were very much into it, and I was not, and I didn't care if I lost, and they. <laughs> Uh, I just wanted, again, to put my members-only jacket back on and leave that apartment. Uh, all right, Taylor Goldsmith is here. Taylor, of course, is in Dawes. Let's get to Oliver's. Uh, we got a trivia question. We got, of course, as a uh, teased. Hopefully, some songs will happen. Um, and uh, by the way, Taylor, I'm going to say this about your band. Uh, you guys, I don't know who's in charge of your merch, but, man, you guys really know how to do merch. You guys uh, <laughs> really know how to put those packages together, like when a new album comes out and... Hey, if you get this package, you get the colored vinyl. You get the uh, you get the uh, I'm, I've got the patch on my nice uh, on my desk right here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this patch. I'm not. Uh, I don't have a jean jacket, uh, but I have the patch that has been on my desk since the album arrived, and I, I don't know where to put it. I don't know what to do with this patch. Um, but you guys have great shirts. Your merch is always great. 
do you have a, a, somebody specific for that, or do you have, do you go to like a, a a person that does merch for a bunch of different bands? Um, we. Yeah, yeah, it's a company we work with now, and like we then, and our managers are are really kind of gung ho about about you know keeping ideas flowing. Our bassist Wiley is probably the most uh, like visually aesthetically minded. So whenever there's like a, a run of ideas for merch stuff, we always ask him because like I, I almost have like a hundred percent batting average with like whenever it's something that i like it's going to be the worst seller so i just don't <laughs> vote anymore i have no All opinions right. um and the things that i'm like that won't work are like gangbusters so right. i just i don't trust myself at all i never have really with that sort of thing i wish i had more of a visual brain i just don't but uh but yeah why they are basis kind of spearheads that thank god well tell them that he does, according to comedian jimmy Pardo, he does a great job and okay. uh because I, when I go on the website, it's like I like I like every shirt, I like every design, and I but I can't buy them all because then I'm that asshole that does nothing but wear Dawes shirts, and then that's a little pathetic and sad. Uh, but Garen, you have one, right? You have the Jaws one, don't you? Oh, I do. Yeah, nice. I love that one. It's it's hard to top that one. So we'll yeah. have to see what you guys have. But yeah. uh, these guys do it right. Uh, I, hey, before we get into the trivia, Taylor, you want to do a song uh, first? Sure. You want to kick a song off? Or sure, I'll do a song. Yeah, great. Uh, I might take these headphones off just to sing, just because uh, okay. I'll also probably just sing out of tune. Okay, you do your thing, and uh, we'll stay out of your way. But now I can't hear you guys for a minute. All right. That mic strapped to his face He talked about which habits to surrender And which habits to embrace And for the next few days or so I was feeling pretty good But it didn't fix me I even started volunteering with the local sacred heart We feed the homeless on some weekends We pick up trash in all the parks And even though we're cleaning up the whole damn neighborhood It didn't fix me didn't fix me like I thought it would I got that book you recommended About the spy in East Berlin I really like the way it ended How he forgives his friend who turns him in And I think I see what you were saying About how technically it should But it didn't fix me It didn't fix me like I thought it would 
didn't fix me For an award that I don't need But I say that out of obligation I really spent hours on my speech I thanked my biggest inspirations And the good folks back in Hollywood But it didn't fix me didn't fix me like I thought it would It didn't fix me It didn't fix me I finally found someone that loves me And to her I will be true she sees the ways in which I'm ugly And loves me for those reasons too And even though I'm feeling stronger than I ever thought I could It still didn't fix me It didn't fix me didn't fix me like I thought it would It didn't fix me It sounded like you put a needle on a record. It sounded so crispy, <laughs> didn't it, you guys? Kind of great. Sounded, uh, that's off the uh, the new album here. I try to get into this. There we go. What if I move back? That's <laughs> off the new album. Uh, good luck with it, whatever. Uh, I've got it on vinyl, colored vinyl, nice orange vinyl. Um, <laughs> I like that that album has a title that sounds like what you would say, Jimmy, if it was called something else. Like you would just be like, it's called uh, Good Luck with Whatever. Like you would just bail right. on trying to get it right. So it's, it's like he, um, he, he wrote like it that way. I titled this album, Matt. I'm going to take full credit for that based on what you just said. Mm -hmm. uh, and Taylor, when you start doing shows again, I want you to announce that to the crowd that uh, this is off our new album that was uh, titled by comedian Jimmy Pardo. Um, as, by the way, speaking of live shows, I talked about it on the show before. Uh, Danielle and Oliver and I. Uh, went out uh, to Orange County. We braved uh, their maskless lifestyle in Orange County <laughs> and uh, went to see uh, Dawes at the uh, the Grove. They did a parking lot show, uh, which, of course, was fantastic. It was wonderful. Thank First of all, thank you for providing that to give us something to do uh, that was, for the most part, safe. You stay away from other people. What was that like, Taylor, to be doing a show out in a parking lot? We've talked to comedians that have done it, but as a mus musician, and we're all basically in our cars. What was it like for you guys to perform at shows like that? That was an insane night for me. <laughs> um, I haven't told this story. Um, I hope my dad doesn't mind. Um, 
but uh it was a it was intense we'd done it the night before in like the san diego area and that had gone fairly well and then that night um you know it was it was mellow for the most part we were we were feeling cool about it um but and then when the show started it seemed like there was a little bit more of like a looseness in the front row but i was sort of like you know what it seems like the people that are aren't wearing masks and are close to someone else seem to know each other and are there together they have their own space it's not my place to give it an extra thought so i just kind of let it go and then of of all people um in the universe um it turned out Jackson Brown had come to the show um, because he'd been invited by the radio station and someone told us like, Oh, Jackson came. So, Oh, that's so sweet. He didn't even, he didn't even tell us he was coming. Um, so was, we, we said hi to him before at like distance or whatever. And then when we started playing, there was all these people in the front row that I was talking about. And then Jackson's kind of like marching up the middle. He's got his mask on, he's filming some stuff. And, um, and it felt like, oh, this is fine. Like, and this is awesome. It's like a, a hero of mine. And, and, and it's really su- sweet and generous of him to like, want to do this. I don't think he was technically allowed to stand there because you like pay for those spots, <laughs> but like it's Jackson. And then, so no one's going to say anything to him. Right. So anyway, all that is to say, because that happened, he, he then like walks away um, and watches from somewhere else. I don't know where. And then I slowly see my dad um, several rows back with his cane. He's like 74 and he walks, he's got, he's got a cane now and he's, he just moves a little slower and, um, and he's kind of like making his way down to the front and like, Oh no, like this, this isn't good. And, um, and he, pulls up right to the front after like you know it it takes him like a song or so and he gets right to that front row and he notices that the the other people there don't have their masks on so why why should he and so he just like takes it off and starts like singing with his hands up and he's like rocking out and it's like front row experience and then like and then Jackson saw that and comes back and was like, Lenny, my dad's name is Lenny. He's like, Lenny, you got to put that mask back on. Um, and he said, no, I tested negative. So I'm fine. And and then Griffin, my brother, who's the drummer, uh, gave him a look, like put that mask back on. So he finally put it back on. And so they're standing there next to each other, watching it. I was like, this is like a weird, like field day for my therapist. It's like, I'm playing songs about my feelings while my father and my and like a childhood hero of mine are literally the entire front row. There's no one else. <laughs> right. Just like standing shoulder to shoulder watching me. Um, it was really weird. And I was kind of like, you know, it was, it was not a big deal. And I love him more than anything, but I was a little miffed at my dad. So I didn't want to look at him and I didn't want to look at Jackson. Cause I feel like my dad would be like maybe bummed. So I was kind of just trying to like, pretend neither of them were there right <laughs> it was really surreal so i left being scared for my dad i, I mean we we actually had a real like musically that night couldn't have been more fun we felt um really connected to each other obviously there's nothing that can make up for a, a live audience where you could really read people but through their car horns we felt like we got a good sense of how people were enjoying themselves and we loved like that part of it we loved playing the music that night but after i got in the car on my drive home from anaheim I was like, if my dad's sick, I'll never forgive myself. Like, this isn't worth this. Like, I I love playing music. I miss it so much. But I like I can't leave a show feeling like the way I do right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And your dad ended up being fine, right? He ended up being fine. Thank God. 
That said, Jackson Brown got it from the father. So that's the, bad, that's the downside of this. Uh, and he went and he said, Doctor, my eyes. <laughs> Come on, guys. That's a Jackson Brown song that I just used in conversation for humor. Um, the, uh, we had a great time. My, my son uh, and, my, and my wife, we, my wife had come with me to see you guys at the Wiltern once. Uh, but they're honestly, they're not the biggest dog. They don't know Dawes like I do. And yeah, uh, but I was like, you know what? We pay for the car. So let's all go. And uh, they loved it. They ended up enjoying oh, cool. it. And, uh, they uh, they gave dad his space when it was time to get out of the car and sob during a few songs. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> for, for the most part, we uh, we enjoyed it as a family. Uh, my, my son is very, um, uh, he, lack of a better phrase, he's a mask Nazi. And so he yells at people if they're not wearing their mask. And so he gets real tense. If we, And again, Orange County, not a lot of masks. Yeah. And yeah. so he was like, Dad, that guy's not wearing his mask. And so we, they stayed in the car for the most part while I wandered and, and with my hanky and, uh, and mask. Um, but it was great. And, and, and again, I thank, thank you, you so guys much. for I was, providing it. It was so it. cool to, to hear that you were there. I was really psyched. It was, uh, it was great. And the, the weather was perfect. So you could yeah. get out of your car from time to time. We went to the drive-in. I was telling these guys uh, in Glendale on Friday to see Mission Impossible, which we've done a number of times going to that spot. And, uh, but Friday was freezing. Mm. It was like, yeah. you know, we're, we're in the car with blankets on and uh, just trying anything to stay warm while the movie is and almost like as it's going on, like this better fucking end soon because I, you know, I'm going to get frostbite if this movie doesn't did, end. But. Did you do where the sound came through the radio? Yes. Does that sound good? Uh, you know what we do, actually, uh, because I have an electric car and I'm not sure how long the battery will last. So we bring a portable radio. Oh, wow. Cool. Uh, that I bought on Amazon for nine ninety nine. It's not even a good one, um, but it works great. Oh, cool. That's and, cool to uh, hear. Yeah, we've done maybe like five or six of those drive-ins now. We're going again to see Christmas Vacation in a couple of weeks. Nice. Uh, but again, it's something to do where, you know, you <laughs> kind of feel safe doing it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not. In, I can't go to that dog show anymore. I got your father running around <laughs> spitting on everybody. I can't run that risk. <laughs> um, do you have any more of those uh, planned, uh, Taylor? Or is that uh, did your father ruin this for everybody? <laughs> um, I wanted. To, we want to do more. We actually one thing that we did um, just to stay busy and do anything was we just we recorded a lot more. I think we finished another album. Oh wow! Great. Uh, yeah, it's 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 wouldn't be able to come out for you know, probably feel like early 2022 or something, but it just feels like, well, we can't tour the way we want. Um, so like, let's not do nothing and let's do the other thing we know how to do, which is make records. Great. Um, I'm hoping that uh, there will be more shows. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if our first runs back out will be like pod outdoor shows that people are doing where we get tested and we stay on the bus and we never leave the grounds. Um, and it's always outside. It's basically, yeah, like a traveling thing, like what we just did with the drive-ins. Um, but maybe, maybe people can sit on their patch of grass instead of have their car. I don't, I don't know. I, I just think that by the time May gets a rolls around, um, it, you know, that time of next year, we'll we'll know so much more than we know right now. It's sort of like a tadpole trying to imagine what it'll be like being a frog someday it's like we just don't know what next year's gonna be like <laughs> right well like you say hopefully may will know more and they, i was listening to uh, msnbc today they were talking about like the first batch of vaccines going out and all that and who's gonna get it first and uh, i was as surprised you guys to hear my name as being one of the top five that are gonna get it so uh <laughs> wow. so that's great news Congrats. again that came as a shock to me as well yeah. um uh all right listen uh, more music to come but let's get to oliver's trivia question mm -hmm. taylor goldsmith is here 
Um, and Garen, if that dog barks one more time, I swear to God, I, I'm going to come over there and put a bullet in its head. I don't know what's going on with those guys. They're going crazy. That may be an overreaction, by the way. I may just uh, not do anything. <laughs> that's probably, probably going to be more, more, more to the case. All right, here we go. Your topic is original uses. Original uses. Hmm. That okay. is okay. the topic. He seems to write a lot of these. Hey, it was supposed to be used for this. It's probably yeah. now it does this. So I, I write down it. your, and we almost never get it right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So original uses. I'm going to write mine down. Uh, and write down in the number, right? Right, right. Anywhere yeah. from zero to twenty-five. And then I will read it. Uh, and as I always say, Taylor, my son has the worst handwriting in the world because they don't teach it in school anymore. Uh, so I will now try to read the question. Uh, <laughs> And by the way, in case you're curious, the original uses uh, looks like original L-S-E-S. So <laughs> he's the worst. Hmm. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, what? Oh, hang on. I thought it was coming in. What everyday item was originally only used by Chinese judges so that the court didn't know what they were thinking? Is this like a real thing or is this like a riddle? Like uh, no, no, no. It's a, it's a real question. It's a okay. real question. Uh, okay. So, uh, it, so tell it, me one more time. And I beg you not to give that idea to him because all of a sudden they will all be riddles. It's <laughs> um, really good jokes. Yeah, these are uh, no, these are straight up questions. Um, okay, okay. What everyday item was originally only used by Chinese judges so that the court didn't know what they were thinking? Wow. Huh. What could that be? I am writing something down. I think I'm very smart on this, but I'm sure I'm wrong. Look, I I think I'm very smart on all these and then end up being completely missing the target. So history is not on my side. I'm going to recuse myself because I actually know the answer to this. It's the uh, it's the Halloween Groucho glasses. So I'm going to take myself <laughs> yeah. out of this. Those they're are historical. everyday items in this house. That's yeah. right. They're right. They're everyday items. <laughs> uh, Don't leave home without them. Yep. I'm going to write the I, I, I'm wrong, but I'm writing this down. There's no way it's that. All right. All right. So there's uh, everybody got their answer in. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's check in. Then let's go to uh, Elliot. Uh, Elliot, if you don't mind, I'm going to go to Garen first. If you're cool with that, <laughs> I'm I'm totally fine with <laughs> with, uh, with that. Uh, Taylor, what that was is I was I I went to the wrong person, and God forbid I make a mistake, I have to cover it in some way. Uh, that's what just happened. So Garen, uh, everything all right? Why are the dogs going bananas, Garen? I. Well, earlier it was because the maintenance guys that I specifically told not to come between eleven and two showed up at 11:23. Okay. Well, they, uh, they did not. I don't they know. They said 11:02. That's possible. So they were late. They were 20 minutes so late. I'm doubly yeah. mad at them. Right. You give them that two you give them that the two minute window to avoid. <laughs> yeah. Don't be here at 11:02. I'm Maybe it's time before or after, but right. I don't know why they were just barking. Somebody must have come drop a package off or something. Uh hey Garen, uh you're a guy that uh, is in the workforce and you went back uh to work. Uh, you you worked on uh, Black Friday. Uh as Los Angeles about to lock down again. How was business on Black Friday, Garen? Mm. Dead. Was it really? Mm. Wow. It was dead. I, they actually called me Saturday and said, don't come in. Really? It was that oh. slow? Because it was so slow, hmm. which I was shocked. It was funny because I was actually going to call out sick because I hurt my back the other day at work. So, I, First of all, I don't believe. How did you hurt your back? What? Uh, I was sent to dig through boxes of magazines to look for this Harry Styles Vogue 
and I guess I just lifted it up wrong. And, oh, Jesus. And then it just kind of tweaked my back. They actually told me not to go in for the rest of the week. My doctor, so. Oh, you did go to the doctor. That's right. You had mentioned yeah. you were going to see the doctor. And yep. did you go to my guy? Did you go to Boombots? You know, I did. All right, good. Okay. Well, I did. It sounds yeah, like you gave you good advice. It doesn't uh, look like I thought he was going to look. <laughs> it's always shocking to people. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> what, uh, so you have not been back to work since Black Friday? No, I haven't. Boy, I but it's been slow I, enough that they said don't come in, which I was kind of shocked by. I'm I, I'm shocked, but I'm also kind of glad to hear that that people are yeah. Uh, yeah. following the uh, the quote unquote lockdown. Yeah, been, even before that, it was super like people had their kids in there running around playing tag and like what the hell's going on? Wow, you can't. Ugh, it's annoying. <laughs> oh, all right, well, uh, they just kids, yeah. Gary. Why did you, did you did you lose? That's why you're upset. You lost at the game of tags. So you're, you're mad at those kids. You know, I used to be really good at tag. I've I've lost the fundamentals. Well, I after, guess after that back problem, I don't I don't that's imagine a, yeah. you can be very mobile. Yeah, it's in kind of tag. unfair. Yeah, dude, it's a guy with horrible back problems. You know, this has been the summer of epidurals. Yeah, take oh. care of your back. I beg of you, take care of your back. Yeah, they gave me a muscle relaxer and uh, some kind of a other thing, anti-inflammatory. I guess. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, all right. Well, uh, take those. Uh, what you get? Tramadol? <laughs> uh, maybe. Hello? I don't know. Uh, right. She said something with an M. Met. Met. Oh, methacarbonyl. Yeah, maybe. Is that the yeah. oh, Again, I know. <laughs> like I know everything about back pain because of the you, yeah. that I've been good through. You're like the queen's gamut of back medicine. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> I like wait, but I knew the nothing about it in ceiling. April. I knew nothing. Uh, then all you know, of a sudden, I, I this is going to be the most annoying thing. You, that you probably already heard a bunch. My brother, because he's the drummer, like, you know, having to sit on a little drum throne with your back as straight as you can have it for like three plus hours. Yeah. He would suffer. Like his back pain was so extreme. And then someone gave him the book, Healing Back Pain, and he read it and he was the, the most skeptical. He's like, I'm not going to read a book and, and it's not going to make any difference. Like my back's fucked up from playing drums. Sure enough, like, finished that book and back pain was gone because really? like it just the whole book and not to be all like woo woo because it's not my way but the whole book was really about how like it's where we store our our um our stress and our trauma and our and 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 like more psychic pain we don't know like we actually are putting it in our back and um and if it's not your back then it's your stomach and it's your ulcers like it's really more about like how to actually relax. Um, it was really fascinating mm. to hear him kind of school me on it. Um, and But yeah, it made a world of difference for him. Hmm. So I, I don't uh, know, that might sound annoying. And No, no, it, 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 Taylor, to your point, we had many a listener that recommended that book to me and I was annoyed by them every time they suggested it. Like, mind your business. You don't know anything about my back. I'm not going to yeah. read some weird crystals book. Yeah. And I eventually was like, hey, hey fuck, I got to give this a shot. And so I tried it. And I have to admit that it's uh, that it's helped a little bit. I, I'm not uh, <laughs> uh, like even when I go to the doctor, he and, and I said to him, you know, hey, thanks. That's that last epidural worked. He's like, you know what? It We always get the credit. It's you guys. If you're doing the work outside of here, your wow. back is going to feel better. And admittedly, it feels I, I, my pain is a one to a two and it was an eight or a nine. So it's wow. really worked. That's amazing. And wow. I'm doing the work. I'm doing the stretching and I'm doing yeah. everything they say to do. Which, admittedly, when I was younger, I would have been like, ah, I did it one or two days. It didn't help. So now I'm done. But right. now yeah. I do it every single day. And uh, oh God, that's great. Just to hear. 
rest of my life though i'm gonna throw myself off a cliff if i gotta <laughs> do these stretches and- i that's i have i'm getting more and more like uh less flexible as i get older and i hate stretching so much but i know like i just crossed the line uh that I didn't realize was coming until I got there where like just reaching down to put my shoe on, like it used to just be like, I wouldn't think about it. Now when I go to do it, I'm like, oh, I I have to like think about like how, how to do this now. It's like a li- just foot go? Little, little bit of more tightness than it used to be that just throws everything out of whack. And I'm like, I bet I should just start stretching like every day, but I, I yeah, do don't some light want stretching. to. That's I the don't answer. want and to. Do it young. Taylor, you're a young guy. Do it now. Start stretching Seriously. It's And it's like, it's so, it's almost like annoying when you find out that it works. <laughs> right. Like you're, yep. you're almost like pissed. You're like, no, I was, I was kind of cool with the fact that there was nothing I could do. Right. And now it turns out that there was, and I'm doing it and it's working and it it's almost makes you more angry, but 100%. yeah, like at the beginning of the pandemic, I started like exercising more and with that started stretching more. And like, I'm touching my toes for the first time in my life. It, like I'd, I had written that off. Like that's right. not how my body's built. It's not ever going to happen. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, wow. Turns out everyone was right. <laughs> Price. Yeah. Uh, Garen, uh, let's get your uh, answer on this. Uh, the uh, something that uh, everyday item uh, was originally only used by Chinese judges so that the court didn't know what they were thinking. I, I mean, this is a it could be anything, really. I mean, anything. I'm just going to go with sunglasses. <laughs> wow. Little, little Corey Hart action. All right. Interesting. You know. uh, all right. Well, let's find out. Uh, Elliot, uh, we check in with you in Palms, California. Uh, Hello. Uh, I assume your weekend went well and all sorts so on and so yeah. forth. Yeah, everything. Everything's pretty reasonable. I got some got some rest and uh, did some work and, you know, didn't didn't have any special Thanksgiving stuff. Didn't uh, didn't do any. Although I I did get one sort of but I got it for me. Uh, I got a uh, I got a counter to put in my kitchen, a butcher block counter because because uh, I don't really have anything that's good to um, like knead dough on. And I haven't made bread in a little while, even though I know bread was the thing they were all supposed to be doing. And I'm a right. bread guy, but um, but I just it, so it's it's coming, and then I will uh, then I will make some bread for myself. But uh, other than that, nothing nothing really exciting that I can think of. Do you take the old counter off and replace it with this counter, or does this counter go on top of the counter that is existing? So it is designed to be a replacement counter, but I also bought feet. So I'm going to put the feet on the counter, and the counter I've measured everything, so it'll mm-hmm. all fit. And so this will sit on top and I've it's going to be interesting because I think, you know, when you clean it, I'm probably going to have to lift it up and, and go underneath and make sure that there's there's no extra water and stuff under there. But but uh, yeah, so that's there's a logistics issue that that I will be dealing with. But uh, but no, I'm not replacing the counter. All right, Jimmy, you know, you 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 and I have known Elliot about 10 years and you know that whenever anyone says, well, what's that guy? What's Elliot like? Uh, what's his deal? You, first thing I think of, he's a bread guy. That's a bread, maker. <laughs> he bread, maker. bread guy. I mean, if I need two words to explain him, it's bread. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard you. I've, I've maybe maybe I love bread. Maybe once you mentioned making well, bread. I tell you to make bread. You've never mentioned it once. I, yes, I have. I definitely have mentioned it at least once. But you know, we don't listen. You know <laughs> well, there. Okay, then. But I mean, I have a I have a pizza stone in my oven that I that I have yeah. used a few times now. Um, and uh, when I was at my uh, condo still, 
um, I had a, I had, I actually had a little table that I like, you know, those Ikea tables that they fold it fold down. Yes. You lift them up and then you bring the thing out. Well, they had one that was wood. I put one of those in just to, to use for kneading bread. Cause my counters at that place was the tile with the grout and everything. And I didn't I have a proper okay. uh, cutting board. So I decided to, to handle my business that way. All right. Change the sign behind your head. It should say bread guy. <laughs> yeah. The bread, bread maker, guy. right? The bread maker. Okay. I, I just think bread guy. <laughs> I like bread guy better too. You do whatever you want to do. God forbid my, uh, the guy who hosts the show and is the star of the program has an input. But the, on his words were, I'm a bread guy. I, again, God forbid, uh, uh, go, go with the bass player's ideas. Guys. Today. He knows the best. We can only have words. one singer, Matt. <laughs> um, Elliot, what's your answer on this? Well, so when it, when he said Chinese judge, I went back, back in time, way back. I was thinking history, 5,000 years, whatever it is. So um, so I said hand fan. Hand fan. Oh, that's a good answer. All right. Uh, by is the way, I didn't a, mention- Is that a day-to-day item in your house? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I bet Garen has one to, to his left or right. Taylor, it gets hot when you're making now, bread. You got you to gotta cool yourself off from that bread up. <laughs> Right. That's a good point. Gets hot in the oven, Taylor. Uh, by the way, I forgot to mention, Taylor, you could win $5 if you get this right. Yeah. Oh, $5. Yeah. Wow. I know you guys aren't on tour, so you can, uh, five bucks is uh, go get yourself some Del Taco. <laughs> Works out. I'm reasonably right certain I have a hand fan somewhere in here if I look oh, hard enough. If anybody does, it's you. Uh, <laughs> but we've seen Garen's. What, was, know, what, right? is, what is First your say, all, Shade? I've got your two say? of them. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but two is more than the zero most of us have, Garen. No. Are you sure uh, that you don't packed, have at least one way. hand fan somewhere in your house? Who are you talking Uh-oh. about? It's really cool. <laughs> it's ahead, funny Taylor. that like I associate the hand fan with geishas. And so like like the, the idea that they got it from judges would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking that too. It's like if it was if it originated with judges, wouldn't it have some funny name like, oh, you mean the ju- the judge blocker? Hand <laughs> 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 me that hand me that judge blocker. Uh, I'm a little warm. Uh, Matt, what is your answer? I uh, I also was thinking way back in history uh, to figure this is from a long time ago, but I said curtains. Just curtains. curtains. Interesting. Curtains, yeah. Yeah, I get it, right? They would uh, go behind the curtain. Uh, not like the way we used to vote in this country. You'd go in there and yeah. nobody would see who you're voting for, mm-hmm. right? Then you proudly walk out with your number 45 red hat on. <laughs> um, kidding. Taylor, just so you know, kidding. 100% kidding. Um, uh, Taylor, your answer. Well, um, I originally, this is no longer my answer, but I originally had sunglasses and I still think that that's more likely than my new answer, but I don't want to split $5. So, um, I well, no, that's why it. the bet comes into it. The bet comes into play. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you could still win if you bet more than him. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right, right. Well, still, I'm just going to go with bandana. Bandana. A bandana. Right. Goes I don't Mike think that's right. I think sunglasses make more sense, but yeah to use your words is the bandana an everyday item there in the house for you guys <laughs> he's a rock star of course it is <laughs> yeah really he's not a it, band- is, it is during covid that's oh that's true. a good point right <laughs> uh, you do it bandit style yeah mm-hmm. right uh by the way my answer and i i don't know if you can see it with the green screen uh is can you can you read that okay answer or, answer you wrote answer <laughs> answer uh, abo- above it i can't read oh. it. no i can't tell what that says hand, hand fan. fan hand fan wow hey. <laughs> okay i wrote hand fan as well so uh I, 
I hope Taylor's mocking pays off for us, Elliot. I mean, <laughs> I, I do as well. I feel like uh, every answer seems like it could be the right answer. I think sunglasses yeah. could be right. I think fan could be right. Uh, curtains. Right. I don't know. Uh, here we go. Here's your answer. Here is your answer. I will tell you this: we have a winner. Hey, we have a winner. We have a winner. Hmm. Uh, I will give you the explanation first. It covered up the emotions like in poker to ensure an honest trial. Sunglasses. Wow. What? Sunglasses. So you blew I was it, right. Goldsmith. I Taylor. It out, right? Oh, no. brutal. You had it j- just for the fun of it. What did you bet, Taylor? 15 bucks. 15. And what did you bet, Garen? I bet 13. I would have won. Oh, you, no. won. you, you blew it. Won. You blew it. Oh, that's hard. Wow. Could have been a big winner. <laughs> yeah. Sunglasses. Do you th- again? Do you think that that Corey Hart song is actually about the uh, the Chinese judges when you listen to those lyrics now? Well, you got to wear them at night when you're uh, when you have night court. Little night court, right? Yeah. Uh, Marky Post shows up. <laughs> Harry Anderson. Sure. Uh, all right, Taylor Goldsmith is here. Taylor, you want to do another song before we go to break, and then we'll come back sure. and uh, finish up. Sounds good. Hey, can I? Uh, do I have a request? Can I put in a request? Yeah. Oh, you can hear me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I really well, thought he could Can you hear. do St. Augustine at night? Is that possible? Totally. No problem. Wonderful. Thank you. cigarettes we smoked the seven up would balance out the beer mom would make us dinner and we'd all try not to choke dad was working later every year we'd count the trucks on highway one on their way to jacksonville Wondering where they headed on from there My brothers and my sister all stood spiritually still As if those roads became the answer to their prayers But I didn't want it any other way This town was the one thing that felt right All these tourists could be kings during the day But not in St. Augustine at night started working at the bait shack supplying all the fishing tours pretty soon i was chartering a boat my dad said i needed dumb luck and a secret stash of course if i stood a chance at keeping things afloat and that's when my girlfriend told me Hey, there's a baby on the way And I need to know you're gonna go to bat 
Well, I never put off till tomorrow the things I should have done today. No, I've always waited way longer than that. I have never had much say in how I felt. I've been guided by my barroom appetites. So if this world belongs to everybody else, just leave me St. Augustine at night. The Lord must really love us common folk, cause he made so goddamn much. Now if he'd just point the way to go If he could just start speaking up Our oldest brother left this world For leading one too many lives I guess he settled for none at all The rest of us just grew apart and blamed our husbands and our wives When anyone was asked why they don't call Life became a series of birthdays, cars, and pets Just anything to look forward to I don't talk about mistakes I don't talk about regrets At this point I'm not sure what good it would do But I'm not asking for anybody's help As I gaze at where the stars dance with the lights If I'm not sure how I feel about myself I still got St. Augustine at night I still got St. Augustine at night Such a beautiful song. What a great, great song. That's on the new album. Good luck with whatever. Uh, Taylor, you know I love you and your, and your band and all of your songs. And, and so please take this as the compliment that I, uh, I... I hate when people say, hey, that's my favorite joke of yours or that's my favorite. So uh, I, I'm hesitant to say this, but the, the verse that starts with our older brother and goes... Uh, till I have no regrets uh, may be the best verse you've ever written. It is such... <laughs> Uh, an amazing uh, series of words uh, Thanks, for lack man. of a better way to put it it is such so moving and wonderful and damn it I, thank you for playing it I, I, thank you thank you that's the song that i left the car to wander around on uh, <laughs> at, at, at the uh, the outdoor concert uh, all right let's take a break we'll be back maybe we can talk to taylor to do one more song we'll get to the stupid question and then uh, we'll end this and we'll go back to our sad uh, locked in lives all right <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Taylor Goldsmith is on Twitter at Dawes the Band and on Instagram at Taylor Dawes Goldsmith. 
Uh, follow him both of those places and uh, get some updates on Dawes and what they're doing. Uh, they do have a new album out. It's called Good Luck With Whatever. Uh, we've heard some songs, uh, well, at least two songs from that album today on this episode, and uh, they're fantastic. So I can't wait to dig in deeper on the new Dawes album. Uh, you know, they're one of Jimmy's favorite bands and uh, maybe yours, too. So uh, enjoy that new album and good luck with whatever is the name of it. Uh, Jimmy Pardo is on Twitter at Jimmy Pardo. The show is at Never Not Funny. Elliot is at Elliot Hochberg. Garen is at My Name is Garen. Uh, we're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Never Not Funny and YouTube at YouTube.com slash Never Not Funny. Subscribe to that channel and click the notification bell and you will find clips of every episode plus jimmy's records and tapes which uh, actually new episodes are coming soon so uh, if you like the web series with jimmy talking about uh, his record collection more on the way uh also since it's the holiday season if you're looking for gift ideas go to podswag.com slash never not funny and uh check out our new shirt we've got a new logo shirt up there three different colors to choose from and also the podcastathon 2020 poster which has all of the um all of our guests actually here's a gigantic version of it that's not that's not how big it is uh, if you order one, but uh, that's the poster you can get from Pod Swag, and uh, proceeds do benefit Smile Train. So if you want to support a good cause and get a poster with uh, the great caricatures uh, by Michael Muldoon, that is available. It said it initially said sold out when they went up uh, on the site, and that confused some people. They are not sold out, and now you can order them. So check them out and enjoy. Hey, sometimes you find yourself uh, the, the wallet's uh, missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earning comes in, Matt. Yeah, earning. Earnin's there if you got a last uh, minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other, are you at the wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah why are they yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is it, here's the important thing Earning is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where Earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone they're, exactly these are right. not professional are broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you Matt. again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n and that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show like Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Earning. It's your money. Get it now.
Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very never enough, funny Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson doing <laughs> Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And... uh Look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates that's exactly right by the way we have tickets for the opera coming up i'm gonna hire somebody to go in my place <laughs> uh that is my passion my passion for the opera is to avoid it yeah uh ziprecruiter.com slash pardo ziprecruiter.com slash pardo z-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r.com slash pardo ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire there we are welcome back to the program episode 2715 i don't know why i feel the need to tell you what episode you're listening to you're an hour and a half into it uh, <laughs> but in case uh, all of a sudden you need to know what numbers are uh, and letters nope there's no letters involved 2715 <laughs> uh, taylor goldsmith is here he's uh, from the band uh, dawes uh, which i don't shut up about their new album is called good luck with whatever and it's fantastic uh if you've liked what you've heard here today i recommend uh, getting the album and then getting all of their albums and then looking at videos and really just go down to uh, a youtube uh, youtube wormhole uh, where you don't get any sleep for one uh, for an evening uh that's the type of uh, music that this guy provides to a jimmy pardo and uh, i recommend that you uh, follow it as well unless you like some of that unless you like corn then this isn't your thing <laughs> unless you like slipknot then yeah, you're not although gonna... we might evolve but you're probably right do you think you're gonna move in that direction <laughs> uh no i don't i don't think we're gonna move in that direction do you listen to, i mean look you said jackson brown's one of your heroes obviously you're a singer songwriter guy do you listen to corn or slipknot and appreciate what they do and it's just not for you or maybe you listen to that and you love it um i don't listen to that but i have found myself getting into stuff that is way far away from dawes in a way that's um been really inspiring and helpful um some uh, like more obvious stuff like a lot of jazz but uh but recently i've gotten way deep into early sabbath and all of frank zappa frank zappa has been blowing my mind his new documentary just came out last week and it's incredible and um and so i've been wanting to like because yeah we do come from like a singer songwriter like basis but also you know as you know from like the drive-in or whenever else like if someone that comes to see our show there's a lot of band there's a lot of playing and so you know there's a like i love bob dylan warren zevon and joni mitchell and jackson brown but i also love pink floyd and grateful dead and dire straits um and so like it's something that we want to um, feature more in our music. Like when I look back and there's those Floyd records, like wish you were here or animals where it's like five tracks or six tracks. And it's so much amazing playing. Um, And not, but it's never like, I don't know. Self-indulgence. I hate that word because it's like, you know, you can make a case that all music 
it's self-indulgent in a right. sense. Um, but like you listen to animals and you listen to a 17 minute track of dogs and um, you're psyched. It's not like it's, it's, you feel like it, it brings you in. And I feel like bands don't do that as much anymore. So that's something that we've been toying around with and flirting with to like really figure out a way to like, let that be okay for us. I, uh, as a fan of both Pink Floyd and you guys, I look forward to it. Uh, I will, I was never, I was not into Pink Floyd at all growing up. Uh, in fact, I discovered them in 2006 is when I really got into them oh, and um, have now seen Roger Waters every time he comes to LA and you would think I was into Pink Floyd my whole life. I'm so into wow. them. But, uh, uh, and then you mentioned Zappa. Uh, I was at a band in high school, uh, which I have repeatedly said I should have been fired from immediately because I had a little into a singing ability. Um, but my our guitarist was huge into Zappa. He was huge into Frank Zappa. Kept wanting to do Frank Zappa songs. The rest of the band wow. would go, dude, nobody wants to hear Frank Zappa songs at a roller rink. So knock it off. <laughs> also, and, like, uh, nobody can play Frank Zappa songs. Like, yeah, so I, don't, uh, I don't want to publicly say he couldn't either, but uh, I think you just did for me. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, Dweezil barely can, and Dweezil's great. Um, yeah. So I went, to, I went down my, I, I got so into Zappa right, right around when Oliver was born, like 13 years ago, I went, I, I don't know why I got into Zappa and I spent like three months listening to nothing but him for three months. And I will tell you this, haven't listened to him again since. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, enjoy it while it's there. Although I can't yeah. wait, I'm, I look forward to the documentary, um, which I'm going to watch, I think maybe tonight. Yeah, um, it's really but, good. Uh, I hear you though. I mean, he, it's, it's such a strong dose of this one thing. I mean, having like the record that kind of broke it open for me, which isn't a surprise to Zappa fans, but was, um, was, uh, apostrophe. That was like the gateway. Right. And, um, you just hear it and you're like, I can't believe this is acceptable. Like you, I can't believe someone was allowed to do this. So a lot of the af affection for it is really just like the sheer like appreciation for his will. It's not even like I'm not I don't I'm not identifying with these songs. I definitely can't understand half of what's going on musically. I'm just so happy that it exists that he was able to carve out a space. And so a lot of my appreciation is just that celebration. Um, uh, here's a fun story for you that my. Uh my mother-in-law was friends with Gail uh, Zappa um, back 30, 40 years ago. Wow. They were friends, and Gail came, uh, went to Judy one day and said, hey, Dweezil's interested in playing guitar. Do you know anybody that can teach guitar? <laughs> and Whoa. Judy was like, doesn't his father play guitar? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, apparently uh, Dweezil found the right guy because he plays <laughs> guitar very well. Uh, I don't know if you saw that Zappa on Zappa show, uh, Zappa plays Zappa that... Uh, uh, it might be available on DVD or whatever, but that is that's a great show too, and it's got all the it Zappa noodling. It's got the, the as much xylophone as you want. It's. Uh, <laughs> I actually went to see the Zappa play Zappa at the Wiltern on a, a, when my wife was due any second, wow. and was like, "Oh well, I'm going to go to the show if uh, something happens." Text me and uh, I'll be right over. <laughs> and uh, nothing you were, happened. You were also talking divorce at the time, so it was <laughs> you know what? You're right. She was grateful I was out of the house. Good point. <laughs> you know what? Just go to that concert. Don't. Maybe they need a roadie. Don't come back. Um, all right, Garen. Let's hit a couple of uh, stupid questions here, and then uh, uh, we can try to convince Taylor to play one more, and then we'll uh, we'll get out of here. All right, from Burr Martin. Uh, Do you Burr drink? Martin. Do you drink the milk in your cereal when you're done or toss it? Whoa. I, I mean, the, the, the idea of the question feels almost like sacrilege to me. What do you mean, sir? 
you, you're going to waste part of your milk. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't see the only the only other option besides drinking the milk is add some more cereal so that you, <laughs> so that you don't waste it. Right. I drink it. Um, yeah. Do you, I, but let me I, ask you a question. Do you drink it? Because uh, you know that food stuff grosses me out. Sure. sure. Uh, I have to leave a little bit of cereal in it to finish it up. If I just yeah. have the milk, it kind of nauseates me. I, I don't have what that about problem. almond milk. What about like uh, some cashew milk or almond milk? Does that gross you out a little less? I, I only it, it does. In fact, I only use the uh, the vanilla vanilla unsweetened almond milk is all that I use. And Khalifa. What? Where's Khalifa? Khalifa? Is that <laughs> the brand? Is that the one they use? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I my my wife's not on a major drama. Taylor, <laughs> we use uh, the ta- the Target brand. I don't know what you fancy people. Think. I think that's a Target brand. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. Ours is. Uh, I think it's the. What's the one at, now that I'm going to say the, at Whole Foods, the one way three sixty or whatever. The, right, right, right. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. Whatever that is. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I yeah. I'm lactose intolerant, so I can't have the. Uh, uh, the dairy milk but speaking of like the bougie options i feel like like cereals having a bit of like a health nerd renaissance um yeah. uh, uh it's like if if it if it wasn't obnoxious now we're moving it into the obnoxious <laughs> column um now they're gluten-free now they're low sugar now they're yeah. and i'm uh particularly a big sucker for that sort of thing so i'm like yes. eating cereal for the first time in my life since i was a kid what are you and what uh, what are you enjoying what uh what box are you buying um particularly this company called catalina crunch um hmm. but it's like I, I think that like you know it's it's uh, high protein and high fiber and low carb and all that stuff but i feel like that's so, but I only think that works if you don't eat the whole bag at once. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't think I'm doing it right. <laughs> you, what, you're going whole bag? Uh, no, not the whole bag, but but like two servings when it should be like seven. I, yeah. You know what? I'm with, if I have one bowl of cereal, I'm yeah. going to have two to three bowls of cereal. I can't. <laughs> and, and as I'm finishing the first bowl, I'm like, well, I'm already in my head pouring the second bowl. <laughs> um, and yeah. I have uh, I'm a Raisin Bran Crunch guy. That's uh, I also feel like if I'm going to have cereal, I'm going to go. That's good. Stupid. <laughs> well, it's not going to help. See, I'm, I'm I've, I've done I've done a little search to go over this Catalina Crunch. And, and now I see why you're eating the whole box. Mint chocolate chip. Yeah. Dark chocolate. Wait, whoa. chocolate yeah. peanut butter. What they did? They did a new one called Fruity. It tastes exactly like Tricks used to taste. I'm not sure that's a good thing or not. I don't know if I'm into <laughs> that one. But uh, but it's like zero sugar, and so you're like you huh. feel like you're just getting away with eating this stuff again. And I'm you like, can get that in a store, or do you have to order it? You could get it at uh, Erwan and and um, all those other health food spots, or yeah, or just order it. Maybe it's at Whole Foods now too. Okay. Well, I know I can get my Raisin Bran Crunch at Target, so that yeah. I may just stick with that. <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, Garen, you didn't answer. And, Taylor, you actually didn't either. Do you drink the milk? Do you toss it? What Do you, you drink it, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do I do that thing where I add more Catalina Crunch <laughs> and just keep eating it until it's gone. The milk, too. You say this Catalina Crunch enough. Are you... Are they paying you as a sponsor to mention them? Well, I'm open to conversation. (laughs) 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 Dawes brought to you by Catalina Crunch. (laughs) That'd be great. Catalina Crunch presents Dawes. (laughs) (laughs) You you wouldn't take that sponsorship, man? (laughs) I would. I mean, look, if they're going to send me cereal, uh, I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll we'll change the name of the podcast. If past history holds, we might have a fan that works for Catalina Crunch because we always have someone random 
in these companies we bring <laughs> that's up. That's true. Yep. Like yeah. Celsius or this one that we might end up with a box of it. It does yeah. look good though. Yeah. Um, what was the one that you ordered, Elliot? That was like another uh, like magic key- spoon. Magic spoon. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. That was all right. That was all right. There, there was one. There were uh, was one flavor that I, I can't remember which one, but there's one I particularly liked. And the other ones I was like, eh, those are fine. But it was a. Uh, it definitely it fulfilled the cereal need. Yes. It did that. It scratched well. the itch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Boy, I love cereal. I had it for dessert the other night. It was like, you know what? I'm going to, I have a craving for it and I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm a grown man that can do that. I I also have no willpower. (laughs) I had had cereal for dinner the other night. How'd that go? Great. Yeah, of course it did. (laughs) It was amazing. Why wouldn't it? It's fantastic. Yeah. My family was having uh, tortellini and and I just, I was like, I don't want tortellini. I want cereal. (laughs) And what what kind of cereal did you have? Uh, I think it was the, what I like is that Trader Joe's has this like strawberry cereal. It looks like it's like O's, but then it's got little bits of strawberry, like freeze dried strawberry and mixed in with it Mm. with a little bit of like yogurt chunks too. Strawberry yogurt chunks. That sounds great. Really good. Note of that. My wife goes to that Trader Joe's. We traded uh, some uh, used CDs last time. <laughs> wow! And uh, they took it. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Oh yeah, they still they just still do the trade. You just have to know about doing That's it. Great. Can they? We'll, it's, it's like the hidden menu at uh, In and Out. It's, it's, it's exactly like that. Yeah. It's Trader Joe's. You can trade anything. Yeah, you bring it's in right your goat. Name. I, I'm gonna do some, it. You can gonna, get some avocados. I, you know, yeah, my you're kids. You're the assholes for not doing it. You're giving money. You're the fool. That is. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? I've, I got it. Like my kids keep growing out of their their shoes and clothes. I just bring old old children's just, shoes. Bring it over Absolutely. there. Bring the, bring the tiny shoes and get a box of the strawberry crunch, whatever they call it. Yeah, I don't. I, it's stupid that I don't know the name of the cereal that I love love so much, but it's strawberry something. Yeah, yeah strawberry yogurt O's. I think that's what's called strawberry yogurt O's. Making a note. <laughs> I, like I wonder if you could yogurt. really have a like Target slash Trader Joe's like store, and the whole idea is you just bring in your crap, and they give you a value oh, of it, just it, like Amoeba Records. It'd be so complicated, but it's just whatever you bring in, and then you can take food with you. But how do I make money if I if I'm the if I'm the guy that owns that store? Well, I then, then you have, have to, to sell all that crap. Yeah. yeah, that's on me. Then I'm not doing that. That's a bad business model. Put on eBay. It probably is. You ever try to put something on eBay? But by the way, I put puzzles on eBay right when everybody said, "Hey, put puzzles on eBay," and then people stopped making puzzles during this <laughs> lockdown. And um, that was just the get, first month. After the first month, no one wanted puzzles. Maybe we'll go back into lockdown and we'll be back into uh, puzzles, and I could sell my. $8 puzzle for $90 again, like people were doing. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, all right, Garrett, let's do one more. Uh, so, okay, from Angry NNF Fan, what is your version of the perfect peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Type of bread, type of peanut butter, type of jelly, hmm. et cetera. Hmm. Are all these questions always food? <laughs> no, this is just the two that I picked. I maybe, maybe it has to do with what Garen is thinking about right now. Maybe Garen wants to go to lunch. Sorry for keeping you, Garen. I, I'm, I want to dive into my Apple Jacks now that you guys are talking about the cereal. <laughs> yeah, those are good. Oh my God, I haven't had Apple Jacks since I was a kid, and now I want to buy them. Oh my God. Yeah, Apple Jacks. Cinnamon is good. toasted. Mm-hmm. Fun to uh, eat and appley sweet. <laughs> Love them. Uh, uh, Taylor, uh, yeah, PB and J, where are you at with this? Um, again, I mean, like, feel like L.A. predictable snob guy. It's like, what about almond butter or, like, cashew <laughs> butter? Or, um, <laughs> um, so, I mean, I haven't had a PB&J in a long time, unfortunately. Wait, that, so I don't know sounded, how to describe the perfect one. You should know that sound is sadder than the topic actually is. The way <laughs> really uh, you, act in 2020, especially. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, there was a place on Ventura in the Valley called Lulu's Beehive yeah. that was a coffee shop that 
had uh, I, I don't know why I got it, uh, but I ordered the peanut butter and jelly sandwich there once and it was the greatest peanut butter and jelly sandwich I ever had. And then I would literally go there to get it. Uh, I would spend nine dollars on it. It's not like all of a sudden I'm the cheapest guy in the world. I'm not. I overspend on everything that I do. I, I went and sat in a parking lot to watch this fucking band. I spend money like an idiot. Um, but they, I would go spend nine dollars on a PB and J sandwich instead of the forty nine cents it would do uh, take me to make it at home. Yeah. But they made it was something about the way they made it that was fantastic. And then uh, they're no longer open. Now there's some sort of a waxing place, I think. No. What was was it? Uh, like what were their what were their what was the formula? Was it like white bread and? Smooth? I was. I, I want to say it was a wheat bread, and then just uh, you know, uh, I don't know. It probably was just uh, you know generic peanut butter and jelly, but it was fantastic. Yeah. I do. I feel like to me the best one would be like because white bread is a little too squishy and soft. Like I like a wheat bread. Yeah. And then I like I like a crunchy peanut butter. I also like almond butter. But uh, if I'm going all out, I'll go crunchy peanut butter, strawberry jam. You're done. I go with so, I go with the almond butter because of uh, you know my uh, my stomach issues and so on. Sure. Um, <laughs> can't, can't I, I, peanuts. I, okay. So, now that sounded sadder than the, that butter. sounded sadder than Taylor. You, you yeah. outsatted him. I didn't, I didn't want him to feel like he left the show on a sad note. I wanted to I take mean, it down I, even I, further. I, I, as you're talking about it, I feel like I do have a little like observation about PBJs to contribute. When when my mom would make it on just one piece of bread and then fold it over on itself, so it's just a half, yeah. and it's it's that folded bread yes. that always made that made it even better. You like that, that's like a little fun. crepe. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a little yeah, like that's a French word, uh, Garen. That I, uh, I I took French, so I know a little something about the language. <laughs> yeah. um, that's a What'd you say? I said enchanté. Um, <laughs> Yeah, whoever that is I only took one class I don't know I don't know what you said it's my favorite drag queen <laughs> yeah I was like we don't watch drag race sorry yeah uh, Garen what about you and the sandwich uh, I go nature's own wheat bread I go a skippy natural creamy peanut butter and I go a uh, raspberry natural jelly slash no jam a lot of jelly a lot of peanut butter slap that together two do you, wait, so do you do peanut butter on both sides and jam in the middle or just peanut butter one side, jam one side? Oh, no, I go each individual bread gets their own topping. So you go peanut each butter. get their own sandwich and then you put them jelly, together? And then you put them together. Mm. It's like a McDLT. Seems like a lot. Um, <laughs> a McDLT. It's, it's nothing like the McDLT. Absolutely not. Well, you got, like you a got your jam side, jam, and your <laughs> peanut butter side, peanut butter. Gotcha. <laughs> and one of them's uh, hot. <laughs> and yeah, well, you know, you got to have the warm peanut butter. You got your tie, uh, your tie influence there. Um, that would be good, actually. So here's here's I've 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 done this, and I have I have come up with another wrinkle to it that I never did before. Which the next time I make a sandwich, I will do. Um, so first thing is, uh, I cut my own slices, nice and thick, of like an egg bread, lightly toasted. Jam first on on both in, inner sides of the bread, and then peanut butter on top of that. Now it's it's a little more difficult to do that, but it's yeah. worth it because the proportion of jam to peanut butter is right. But here's the thing I just thought of. <laughs> you could have two different flavors of jam. One side is one jam and one side is another. So you could have like like strawberry apricot if you like that combination. You could like do a bunch of different things that way. And then that, that make and then it's kind of thick, but you squish it down and then you got yourself a real nice peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And did everybody else's Zoom go out? My Zoom went out. Uh, the second Elliot started, did he say anything about the answer? Or? It's amazing how as soon as you started talking, I lost interest in the topic. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable how you have a, a skill, too. I don't know if you heard the phone. that My phone was ringing, uh, the, the, the landline. I think it was my neighbor saying, please have him stop. I believe that's what they were asking. 
You just can't stand I, the feeling and the thought of deliciousness. I don't want to. I, I really don't want to belabor it, but I can't even understand how you can spread peanut butter on top of jelly. That doesn't make any sense. It is challenging, but I have. It's worth it because you got to get the proportions right. If you have too much peanut butter, then your mouth is all. I mean, I know that's what the beverage is for, but okay. All right. So, he's the, he's the bread guy. Questions. He, yeah. I'm the bread what, guy. You, he, he's a bread guy, man. <laughs> uh, all right, Taylor, thank you for being here. Well, we're not done. Uh, will you play one more song for us? Is that possible? Sure. Actually, I, uh, I just, I might play a new song that I just finished recently. Oh, cool. We would love to. We, we, we were very excited like when you did. Um, fun mood. Uh, uh, what was the one that you did on Podcastathon? That uh, I did. You had? Still feel like a kid. I think that's right. You did that one. That was breaking uh, news. So uh, yeah, we're yeah. Uh, always open so it for breaking kind of like, news. It's, it's kind of a ritual of ours at this point. Tradition. Yes, love it. <laughs> this song. Um, it's about um, a dad. I think that because being a dad's been on my mind. Um, mm. Just kind of reconsidering like vacation decisions with his family, <laughs> um, and it's. Uh, I mean, we are. I think we just finished recording an album. So if this ever comes out, it wouldn't be to like two or three albums down the road. So it's it's far away. But it's called House Parties and Local Bands. Great. Is that the right key? I think so. The next on our list is the M&M store. Then the Statue of Liberty after F.A.O. Schwartz And as I carry our bags I wonder what we're doing this for You don't find the good stuff on a guided tour But house parties and local bands Good coffee and Bowie fans Spilled drinks on a baby grand And midnight sing-alongs I don't want to see Disneyland's Casinos or poker hands House parties and local bands That's where I belong The sunburn is bad and it goes all the way down And these drinks in the daytime Are never quite as fun as they sound And these days at the beach Feel more like just sitting around So if anyone needs me You know where I can be found House parties and local bands Good weed and some Zappa fans Old friends playing Mega Man And then some Donkey Kong I don't want to see Legolands Casinos or poker hands House parties and local bands that's where I belong We've come to Chicago At the wrong time of year 
my eyelids are frozen and I can't feel my ears it's not that I don't like museums but we got them at home if you want the heart of a city you know where you gotta go house parties and local bands Conversations with Kanye fans How can you possibly stand that man After all he's done I don't want to see Disneyland's Casinos or poker hands House parties and local bands That's where I belong Funny exclusive. <laughs> there you have it. Uh, house parties and local bands. That uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. Uh, Taylor, if you sell that to Toby Keith, it'll go to number one on the country chart. <laughs> and uh, he can have it. Uh, I got enough songs. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, we'll look forward to hearing that on vinyl in uh, three years. By yeah, your yeah, exactly. Uh, Taylor, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. So great to see you. Don't run away though. We'll say goodbye to you off the air. Um, but, uh, everybody stay safe out there. Uh, you know, follow your rules, whatever's happening in your city, uh, here in Los Angeles, we started a, uh, a stricter lockdown today that I don't think is any stricter than it was yesterday, but we're calling it stricter. I think that's what's happening here, right? Isn't it just a stronger encouragement is what's happening for three weeks? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, stay safe, wear your mask. Don't be an a-hole. Um, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, there he is at the Never Not Funny Weather Desk. That's Garen Cockrell. In Palms, California, that's the bread guy, Elliot Hochberg. <laughs> uh, holding on the fort at Sherman Oaks, California, that's uh, Matt Belknap at Never Not Funny Headquarters. Uh, our friend Taylor Goldsmith from Dawes. The new album is, of course, called Good Luck With Whatever. It's fantastic. I am Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.